Welcome to the Valmica Property Investing Podcast, where I, your host, share the key to success in the Australian property investing market. I'm the founder of Valmica Buyers Agency. You can find us at valmicaproperty.com. The contents of this podcast are the personal opinion of your host and are intended for entertainment purposes only. Any financial advice must be obtained from your trusted financial advisor or a qualified professional. In this episode, we're going to go in, well, dive into the world of the psychology around investing. Have you ever heard the saying that investing is all about a confidence game? If just look at the banks, for example, the banks are probably the most highly geared companies in the world. And what they do is they build these, or they have these offices in these huge fancy buildings. So when you, as someone who's going to put your money into the bank, look at this building, it inspires confidence in you. Whereas behind the scenes, there's a lot, a lot of debt and and a lot of fragility. So that's what investing is all about as well. So in today's podcast, I'm going to take you through the past year, the events and the psychology around it that have led to the change in property prices. But before we do that, let's go through the auction clearance rates for the weekend ending 23rd of July, 2023. So if you look at New South Wales, another strong showing in New South Wales was the 73.5% clearance rate, with Sydney clearing at 74.2%. So it's around a 6% increase um, over the last week. Moving on to Queensland, Queensland's States, 61% clearance rate with Brisbane clearing at 66%. So a 5% increase there in Brisbane. Victoria has actually shown a decline in clearance rate. So Victoria State is at 67%, which is down 0.3% from last week, with Melbourne clearing at 68% and a 0.7% decline in that clearance rate. Western Australia is still the state that is probably performing the worst out of the major states so that's sitting at a clearance rate of 36 percent that's one percent down from last week with perth clearing at 40 percent so no change from last week act is showing a strong clearance rate that's at 71.7 percent with canberra um, also clearing at that rate well at 71.7 percent that's a 19 percent increase from a week ago Okay, so moving on to the topic of today's podcast, I'm going to talk about the, the six phases that we've incurred, and it's all happened around psychology of investing. So if we take ourselves back to the beginning of 2022, we saw inflation spiking around the world and in Australia. And what that did was it increased the talk of aggressive hikes coming from the RBA and other reserve banks around the world. So that uncertainty of where we're going to in the interest rates um, phase, what it does is it creates uncertainty amongst investors and they start to think, okay, let's just wait and see what's going to happen here. So they, they stop investing. So it causes like a pause 
in the market. And it's all based on, well, let's see where interest rates are going, because if, if interest rates are going up, then it's going to affect property prices. And then what happened was the reserve banks had to hike aggressively. So consecutive meetings going forward after the, the first quarter of 2022. So Australia and the world experienced this aggressive hiking cycle. And it was all done in aid to control inflation. And controlling inflation is very important because if inflation is not controlled, then basically the man in the street gets poorer due to the wealth eroding effect that inflation has and the high cost of living that it creates. So we need to, to control inflation. It's very important for economic sustainable growth. So... With this aggressive hiking cycle, the uncertainty around property prices deepens, causing the investors to completely halt on their purchases. So what happens is the demand kind of falls away for property. Now, just bear in mind that it's only the start of the hiking cycle. So the effects of interest rate hikes take around six months to show an effect in the economy. So the mortgage holders aren't feeling the stress yet because a lot of them have had uh, fixed uh, mortgages. Also, the interest rates are increasing, but they're coming off a very low base. They've got pent up savings from the low interest rate environment that we've just come out of. So the effects of interest rates hikes are not having an effect yet. However, the psychology around them has just eroded the demand for property. So what happens is demand drops and then the supply of properties on the market, even though they're not increasing um, out of the ordinary, the supply is, is naturally increasing because the demand is falling off. Then around six months later, this we call phase three. And phase three is when the effects of interest rates start to bite. So here you're seeing stretched households being forced to put their homes up for sale. And what this does is it increases the supply. Now, the effects of the psychology around these interest rate hikes, which deterred investors from the beginning, resulting in decreased demand. And now the actual effects of interest rates increasing the supply in the market what it does is it accelerates the decline in house prices. So where before they had leveled off, the decrease in demand and the increase in supply has caused an acceleration in a decline of these house prices. But this has an impact on the economy as well. So because the pain is being felt of higher interest rates, the consumer is also not spending as much. So this the impacts of inflation cause a slow in demand not only in house prices and what that does it brings down inflation so what happens now and this comes to phase four and phase four is when speculative buyers return so why do they start to return into the market and it's all got to do with the psychology around it so the talk of inflation coming under control starts to gain momentum then all of a sudden around the world, the reserve banks start to pause on a hike. So you come, they come up to a meeting and they're no longer hiking. They are, they're pausing and they're waiting to see what, what will happen in the economy. So what this does is 
for some of the speculative buyers that have been sitting on the sidelines, they think they're thinking, oh, okay, we, we've reached the, the hike, the, the, sorry, the, the top of where interest rates uh, are going to be, or we close to the top with the highest where they can be for this interest rate hiking cycle. So they start to think around opportunity. So let's take the opportunity of this drop in house prices because we're probably at a pivot and the next phase will probably be a cutting cycle. When the cutting cycle happens, then it's too late, the property prices run away. So what they do is the psychology brings them back into taking a speculative view that this is probably close to the bottom of where house prices are. So they cautiously return back into the market. So the, the, the demand starts to creep, to creep up. And the effect of that psychology is that the rate of price declines in, in property starts to slow down. <clears throat> then the next stage is in phase five is when the, the market starts to talk about interest rate cuts. So you see in the news, the inverted yield curve. So you've got the two year treasuries higher than the, this is the bond, bonds, uh, government backed bonds. So they, two years are higher interest rate terms than 10 years. So what that means is that um, the economy is slowing down and it, it automatically applies lower interest rates in the future. So because of that and because of dropping inflation, speculation starts to increase about not only are we at the end of the interest rate hike cycle, but the next step will be interest rate cuts, which means stimulus. So speculative buyers and more of them come into the market now thinking, okay, potential interest rate cutting cycles coming and the, mind, the mindset shifts from wait and see to urgency to get into the market while the prices are still low. And this psychology then increases the demand substantially of it was from where it was a few months ago. And on the back of this, property prices start to increase because of this demand. So that is where phase five is where we are now. And that's the preparation for rate cuts. Because the if you look at the interest rate curve where traders are pricing in future interest rates, they're pricing in interest rate cuts for um, a couple of months time to the start of uh, next year to middle of next year, 2024. But the next phase, which we're going to go into now is the soft landing versus hard landing stage. So reserve banks always have a fear and the fear is that inflation will return. So they don't want to do too little and at the same time, they don't want to do too much because if they do too much in terms of too many interest rate hikes, it can force the economy into a recession. So they try to balance um, inflation not returning, not uh, rearing its head again versus not going too far and causing a recession. So that's the soft landing versus hard landing components that we are currently in now. But the risks of 
inflation returning are still relatively high because you can see in the labor market that um, the wage growth is still there, that unemployment is very low, it's close to all time lows. And this can cause inflation to, um, to surge again. So they need to see a slowdown in the wage, in the employment sector, before they're confident that inflation will uh, not come back. But because interest rates work on a lag, they don't know in the next few months if they've done enough or not. So they'll chance doing more interest rate hikes now just to make sure that it doesn't come back, that's, that inflation doesn't come back. But the more they go, the higher they're going interest rates, the, the higher the risk of a hard landing will be. But what, are the, what is the psychology around soft landing versus hard landing? So if you look at the soft landing, um, and that's where markets are pricing at the moment. The confidence is there. So we know that it's not going to slow the economy down to a point where it goes into recession. So it'll be a smooth transition into the next cycle um, of um, sustained growth. So on the back of that mindset, there's still confidence to invest and more and more investors come back into the market. But let's just say, for example, we get one or two more hikes. And then in six months' time, we see earnings coming out from companies showing a huge drop in earnings. What this does to the psychology is, oh, we in, the uncertainty increases. And it means that the economy is going to be in a recession. What that means is there'll be less chance of property prices increasing from here going forward. There'll be a, a lack of confidence on the back of this recession. So in, investors will pull back again. And what that'll do is it'll probably cap the rate of increase of prices and might even cause it to drop depending on how big the recession is. But that would be an opportunity because if there is a recession, the interest rate cutting cycle to follow that will be a lot more aggressive than if it was a soft landing. And that, in my opinion, can cause a bigger bull market for the property market than if it was a soft landing. So soft landing will cause a bull market for sure, but it'll be a lot more aggressive bull market if we go into an aggressive interest rate cutting cycle from here. So these next couple of months are going to be very crucial. At the moment, it looks like we're entering into the next bull market phase in a nice and sustainable way. And once this is confirmed, then more, more investors will come back into the market because they'll know that interest rates will start coming down and property prices will start to accelerate even further. If that doesn't happen and it's a hard landing, there's a recession, you'll get a pause in interest rates, uh, in um, property, uh, um, people purchasing property, so prices will start to level off or might even decline, but that will um, force an aggressive interest rate cutting cycle and that bull market will be even more aggressive. So now is probably better time as any to get into the property market if you haven't already. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to seeing you in the next one.
Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Valmica Property Investing Podcast. I hope you find our discussion insightful and empowering. If you are interested in finding out more about our services at Valmica Buyers Agency, visit our website at valmicaproperty.com. There you'll discover how we can assist you in making informed decisions and achieving your property goals. See you on the next episode.